Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for this week. So today's topic is all about speaking. Specifically, how can you deliver a TEDx caliber presentation? So first and foremost, why TEDx? Now, I don't know if you're like me and you've become a bit addicted to some of the amazing speeches, the talks that are delivered through that that entity, that community. But if you haven't heard of it, first and foremost, you know, do a Google search. But some of the greatest thinkers, uh, idealists, thought leaders have their, their speeches up there on the TEDx platform. And I've learned lots from that. I put it up there almost a little bit like podcasting. You learn a lot from podcasting, you learn a lot from reading books. You know, having a weekly practice of watching one or two really amazing, inspirational, thought-provoking TEDx speeches is something that I have as one of my weekly habits. But let me get into it a bit today. It's a quick one because I just want to kind of call out that I was once terrible at speaking. Now, you're sitting there listening going, Nick, come on, you've got a podcast, you're speaking every week, twice a week, more than that. How can you have ever been bad at this? But like anything, you know, there's a point where you you try something for the first time, you realize you're not great, you practice, you practice, you practice, and then you end up getting better and better. And my story was one of this. I was giving presentations at school, sort of towards sort of end of high school. And part of that was standing in front of class. And I can remember standing up there and I was sweating from the armpits, you know, just so uh, embarrassed, maybe not confident to, to be able to deliver what I needed to deliver. And it was such a, a thought provoking time for me personally that I thought I need to change this. So what I ended up doing is that I joined the debating club and every Friday night at school, we'd compete with other schools on various topics uh, in front of, you know, I wouldn't say hundreds of people, but certainly lots of people. And it was pretty ferocious because it was about not just debating and making your point. It was also about rebuttal and challenge. And, and it was competitive, as I said, but because I faced that fear in that way and really put myself out there in that way, I ended up getting significantly better at public speaking. And now I speak at events on stage, online, all over the world. And it's become such a, an important part of what I do and, and getting my message out there that I can't think of what it would have been like had I have not faced that fear and changed it. So what I want to get across today is, you know, whether you're pitching for investment, you're engaging a new customer, you're inspiring your colleagues in some way, you're delivering a wedding speech. It doesn't really matter what it is. The important thing is you have to have an ability to tell a story. And I think sometimes we forget this, that the world revolves around that. And having having narrative, you know, that, that connects and it engages is just so important. And you've got to think about this in the context of why, why this happens. And the reason is that communication isn't really linear. You know, we have limited capacity to take in lots of information. I talked recently about the power of three on one of my podcasts. 
And research has proven that when we associate information with emotion and it, it kind of grounds the message and it makes it more memorable and therefore impactful. And I've told this story before, but I'm going to say it again. When I was at INSEAD uh, a number of years ago, the business school in, in France, I sat through, I think it was six hours, six to eight hours of a finance presentation on net present value. And the guy who delivered that, Kevin Kaiser, said, listen, you know, it's going to be it's going to be this long and it's going to be three or four presentation slides, PowerPoint slides. And it was the most amazing experience. I, I kid you not, like you talked about all these different stories of trade wars, Roman times, how everything came together to create value back then, you know, when, when it wasn't as, as academic potentially as it is now, it was much more intuitive around how things happen, how trade happens. And as a result of that, he crafted the concept of net present value. And he finished the, the six hour talk by writing that on the, on the whiteboard. And I just remember being blown away and I've never forgotten what that calculation is. And it served me well in all my years of private equity and investment. So the, the, the point there, the underlined point there is that storytelling matters. So what I want to do today is, and, and the title of this is, how can you deliver a TEDx caliber presentation? TEDx presentations are 18 minutes. There's some science again behind that in terms of people's attention span. But the point is, you've got a limited time to get your message across. So that's why I use that framing. And for me, there are five things, five things that you need to understand if you want to be really, really good at this. So the first thing is, and, and I talk about this a lot in, every, in many ways, but the first thing is mindset. And it's a mindset that really invokes intrigue and curiosity. And there's a good book on this, actually. Chris Anderson, who was a curator, I think he was the head of TED for some time. He's got a book called TED Talks, and it's the official guide to public speaking. He said, the first step is to think about your talk as not being an issue, but an idea. An issue-based talk leads with morality, whereas an idea-based talk leads with curiosity. An issue exposes a problem. An idea proposes a solution. An issue says, isn't this terrible? Whereas an idea says, isn't this interesting? So I love that. I love that. I mean, it's such a simple thing, but it's, you know, it's the shift in mindset from, you know, let's get through this. Let, you know, I'm struggling to give the speech. I'm nervous. Let's get through this. Let's finish it. So how can I grab my audience's attention and how can I invite them to participate in the conversation, in the solution? So it's not easy. Like a lot of things I suggest, they're simple in terms of how I explain them, but not always easy. But, but working on that concept, changing how you show up is the key to really getting your message across in a powerful way. And as I said beforehand, whether that's a pitch for investment or something like that, or whether it's a wedding speech, just think about how you then stand on that stage or that platform or that, that online audience like Zoom to, to do what you need to do makes the biggest difference to kind of how powerful that message is going to be. Alrighty, so that's the first one. Second one is be absolutely crisp on the idea that you want to share. Now, I call this the 10-word rule, 10 words, maximum 10 words. What is it that you want to get across? So some people will say to me, you know, what do you do, Nick? And I say, I work with entrepreneurs and investors creating valuable businesses. That's what I do, okay? I could, I could explain each of those points if you really want me to, but that's what it is. I'm here to create value for entrepreneurs and investors by really focusing on what they can do to grow and scale their business. So think when you're going to deliver anything to be super clear. You want to deliver the context in a super clear way. And I often say here, it's what you cut back that matters. I often say the 30,000 foot view. 
So you don't want to there, you know, have a presentation in any form, which is just clouded in the detail because people don't engage with that. They engage in the high level, the, the, the idea, the proposition. Okay. So that's the, that's the second piece is you've really got to think about how you can get that across with absolute clarity. And the best way to do that is to kind of keep iterating and, you know, another quote that I heard, which I really like is the real work starts with sorting through the topic and teasing out the core idea. So it is the cutting back that matters. All righty. Third bit. And this is something that I think if you look out there in the world these days, not everyone gets this right. And I try and do it the best I can is you need to connect. You need to be authentic. It's more about that than it is about a performance. Okay. Just to say that again, it's about connecting, not performing. And, you know, if you look at the best TEDx talks, the ones that are really inspiring, it comes across a bit like a performance, but really, if you look at it, it's someone who's super, super passionate about what they're talking about. And because they absolutely believe what's going on, it comes across in a much more authentic way. So how do you do that? Well, again, first and foremost, talk about the stuff that, that you really love talking about, because the more it drives what you find valuable, the more that that's going to come across in the way that you present it. Okay. Now these last few, they kind of come together a bit, but that one there is about, you know, connecting, not performing. The fourth one is demonstrating your passion and your enthusiasm. And I, I often say it's, it's not really about being perfect. You know, the best people who present are the ones who show the most passion, the ones that they resonate with their listeners, the message. And you might have seen this if you've ever, you know, gone to university or something like that, and you've had a lecture that's a lecturer who's delivering something to you, and they just don't really—they're they're not really that passionate about the topic, not in the way that they want it to come across. You disengage. Whereas sometimes, like my example with INSEAD with Kevin Kaiser, the topic wasn't that interesting. I wasn't that interested in the topic, but the way that he delivered it with the passion made the difference. So. Sometimes I appreciate that in business, you're not always going to be presenting something that you're fully passionate about, but you have to realize that coming across and delivering that passion and enthusiasm is going to go a long way in getting the result and the impact that you want. Okay, last one. Always finish. Finish your presentation with conviction and certainty. I've said before from, from Cialdini, from Robert Cialdini's fantastic book on influence, that the best definition of influence is not your ability to convince someone else that they should believe what you're saying. It's to, to convince them that you believe what you are saying. If they can see that you believe it, you are certain. And what is certainty? It's, it's, it's the belief that what you are saying is 100% true. It's 100% accurate. If you can get that across, particularly at the finish, that that, that last thing, the last thing that your audience remembers is going to be that. And it goes such a long way in, in the, suppose, the art and to some extent the science of persuasion. I can't tell you again the number of times I've had to pitch business deals, investment, sometimes large sums, closed deals, closed business. And the power has come from me being certain. And I suppose you could argue this next point is a sixth one, but you know, it kind of backs up all of them. How do you create certainty? Practice, practice, practice. As I said, it's not being about being perfect, but things flow so much better when you're prepared. Okay. So if you can get out there and you can do that 
and you can kind of be congruent with what you're talking about, it works. So short, sharp one today, an important one. You know, um, Daniel Priestley says in one of his great books, I think it's in Key Person of Influence, he says, you know, what you pitch, you get, and you always, you should always are pitching. And what we talked about today is how do you start to do that using some of the TEDx methodology, but starting to be congruent with everything that you kind of want to bring together. So just very quickly, the five points I mentioned, first and foremost, mindset, have that curiosity, that intrigue. Be Number two, be super clear on the idea that you want to share. Remember the 10 words, cut back everything and, and only leave the essence of what matters. Connect, don't perform is number three. Four, demonstrate the passion you have and the enthusiasm you have for the topic. And five, finish with conviction and certainty. Portray the influence, the influence that you are certain, that you believe, and that will be a magnet for everyone else. All righty, so that's it. One little bit of homework just to finish with. If you haven't watched a TEDx talk, go and do that now. Go and choose a brilliant one. There's some amazing ones. Do a Google of the best ones and then choose one. Uh, Simon Sinek is one of mine when he says, talks about start with why. And if you love this, um, come on to my group, my Scale Up Your Business Community group, or come on to my LinkedIn page. And when we post this episode, we promote this episode, uh, write down what your favorite TEDx talk is. You know, let's get a bit of a conversation going because I think that will start to inspire the rest of the community and the rest of the listeners around this point. Okay, that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this one. Be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now.